play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello and welcome into the Commissioner's Corner Podcast. This is your host, Kamish Khan, and sitting with me this week, as they have every week in the 2020 season, are your aficionados of fantasy football. To my left, Agent Double Eleven, you know him as Tyler Baggenstoss. Yeah, 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 yeah. What up, Ty? You sound good tonight. <laughs> Kyle, we are over so to smart, the... by the way. What? We are the aficionados. We are so smart about fantasy Yeah, Owen 3 says so. Um, <laughs> Kyle, over to my right. Uh, it's the big ticket. KG, we're not talking Kevin Garnett and his bullshit LeBron takes. We're talking Kyle George, the leader of the league so far in the 2020 season. Kyle, you doing as good as Ty? Ty, match- Ty threw down some energy in that intro. I'm feeling fantastic. I don't know if I can match the same kind of spontaneity Tyler had in his intro. I'm not going to steal his thunder, but I- I'm feeling good. Spontaneity. Really good word to start. Is that really word, strong. Big word for how is that I'm is about that even a word though? Is that is spontaneity? Spontaneity is one thousand percent a word. The when your brain's you the mush level, ours are boys. That's not a uh, word. When anymore. you're a farmer, I guess you don't know basic no. vocabulary. But that's right. <laughs> no. I don't, Kyle. <laughs> All right. So, without further ado, let's dive into the week three power rankings. This week was obviously filled with quite a bit of drama and intrigue. And because he basically laid the fucking wood to the whole league, Kyle's going to go ahead and take the... He he ranked these solo this week, Paul. So when you text us, text Kyle. These are his arbitrary rankings, not all of ours. Um, but I, love, I love the preface. In reality, though, the I'm way... I'm taking Kyle's back. Uh, these, these are my rankings, too. Well, I was going to say, we've made rankings together in the past, boys, and it's the same criteria as it what is. I just applied. So it's basically our rankings. I did make these myself this time around, but they are of our mindset. We, Me and Tyler both co-signed. Kyle's already read them to us. We co-signed the rankings, so they are group. I just wanted to put that preface out there, Paul. Uh, so a good point, <laughs> When you make that phone call, place it to Kyle. Um, Kyle... Laid down who is number 10. We're obviously going to cover the power rankings along with last week's results for that team. And then at the end of the podcast, we'll dive into our week four predictions. A lot to come in that portion. Steelers and Titans postponed. We'll cover that as well. Now, for real, without further ado, Kyle, lay us down number 10 in the Luke. Starting at number 10, we have a guy who has been down here a lot (laughs) since we've started this league again. That sounds like a savage thing for me to say. That is a savage thing In reality, it is a little bit savage, but it's also true. I don't mean to shit on you, D-Rock, but you are number 10. Um, It's unfortunate that basically since the inception of this league, you haven't really been able to get get in a groove. (laughs) Derek does have one second place finish in the loop. Just kidding then. There we go. See? Again, again, not trying to shit on Derek. I do want to say that. Someone's got to defend Rock's legacy, and I will. He has a I'm second not place on finish. Him. I'm just stating facts. As Kyle continues to shit on God you week it. in and week out, Derek, I will continue to battle for you. One second place finish. Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> oh, am I starting with Derek's team? Okay, I will. Well, you shit Derek's on him team. enough already. He was victim of a poor Lamar Jackson performance last week. Yeah. Um, not that. Uh, let me see the score. Sorry, sorry. Yep. What was the score of week three? Oh my God, D Rock. Okay. Oh, 81. Just sorry, kidding. I have it that probably, right in front of my face. Connor, you played him. You couldn't have. 
bail yep, me out there. That's you, my bad. What the fuck? Yep. All right. 81 points. Obviously not great out of Derek's team. I see him working the waiver wire, picking up um, uh, Miles Gaskin. I think that's his name. That Gaskin. was a good pick. Uh, I do like he Miles Gaskin. He's looking, I uh, that one. looking pretty good. Um, but again, Derek's team. Uh, the Chris Carson at RB2 is a little sketch, being that he's a little bit injured. He's super solid when he's healthy. Yeah, but I want to apologize injured. to Derek for that, too, because Tristan Hill of the Cowboys. That was sketch. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. He's, he's a second-year player. Didn't play his first year because he was injured, but kind of been a, known as a scumbag a little bit. Yeah, oh, a weird. A Cowboys move. player being a scumbag. No, I mean, I, it's horrible. Randy Gay- it twi- Gregory. It was, it, was it, was, it was an unnecessary twist. We'll yeah, say that it much. was. Yeah. And then Deontay Johnson went out for Derek also, who is his wide receiver, too. So he has two players. Also victim to A.J. Brown yeah, being on that. the Titans in the COVID but, I mean, just like my team, it's it's not good. Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't necessarily go that far. I do like his running backs with a healthy Chris Carson caveat there. Um, I hate his receivers a lot. I, I really hate him a lot. Um, <laughs> I like I like AJ Brown, but unfortunately, that's it, it, you know you can't you can't do anything about that with you know COVID. Whenever going you on have shit, Marvin so. Jones Jr. on your team, you know it's not good. Yeah, that's kind of a hot take, but all right. Anyway, con. <laughs> I felt like Derek has the ability, the star power with, especially Lamar Jackson. It's hard to go against him, and then his running backs, Eckler and Carson. Derek, I would expect to dig out of the last place hole. I don't see him in the playoffs. I know that's an early take, but it's already what you. Like it, it'd be re- repeating what you all have already said. Mm-hmm. The wide receivers are a bit weak. It feels like, and he'd have to get lucky to really run off that big of a streak, especially being in an zero and three hole. But I, I definitely see enough power to avoid the beer mile. Obviously, going to need to grab a couple wins quickly here before it gets too late. Um, but there's a lot of us that are kind of dwindling in the zero and three, one and two range. So I, I don't yeah. think it's complete panic time if you're thinking beer mile for rocks. But overall, the playoffs are already looking dim. Uh, Kyle, who you got for nine? Uh, number nine, we have the really big sharks and John Fishback, a one and two team. I have you know there are some. There's one other zero and three team that is above him, but we put him um, unfortunately at number nine, given the fact that his total points for only two hundred and sixty five point five, which is lowest in the league by a solid twenty points, I believe. So he's definitely at the bottom in terms of points for. Uh, I'll let one of you guys go first. So when talking about his team. I mean, he definitely has a lot of good players still. Uh, George Kittle coming back this week. DK Metcalf is huge. Travis Kelsey, big points there. And Rodgers, I mean, he has enough to where I don't see him in last place. The more I look at his team and Derek's team, I'm starting to get more nervous about my uh, own personal team. <laughs> um, but I think he'll definitely bounce back next week, and or at least in the weeks coming, and grab a few wins. The issue I see with John's team, to me, and and I'm sorry, John, but the reason why I think you might be kind of towards the bottom of the rankings year er, for the whole year is Travis Kelsey and DK Metcalf, both great picks, it looks like. DK especially was a great value pick. But outside of those two, I mean, Kittle's been banged up for sure. I get that part. I still think Shanahan spreads the ball enough that that pick was risky in itself, mm-hmm. especially pairing two tight ends. We've already talked about that. Injury's not your fault. I just don't see outside of even those three guys enough go-to players where you're relying on luck week in, week out with guys like Singletary and Ronald Jones. I mean, Singletary put up 14 this week, and I think that was a good week for him. No Zach Moss, keep in mind. That's that's yeah. definitely helpful. I, I'm just a little bit worried because I think John's going to have to stack up lucky weeks by players instead of having a solid foundation and then using the lucky weeks to win games. He's going to have to stack the lucky weeks, if this makes sense, from roll guys to win just 
grinded out style matches. I mean, games. He put he put up a hundred points this week, and I think his team played well. So I'm worried about that. Yeah. No, I I honestly totally agree with what Connor said. The one thing I will suggest for John's team is. I think he needs to try and dish one of the Kittle or Kelsey picks. Just not that because I think they're bad players by any means, but I think like Kittle, for example, you mentioned it. Shanahan likes to spread the ball, but I'm a I'm a superstitious guy. The freaking 49ers seem to be getting hurt left and right. Yeah, so I may be trying to dish everything. him, and I think you should try and take a chance on a guy that he has a good feeling about, but isn't necessarily like currently a top ten at his position, but someone that is in that fifteen to twenty range that he thinks has really good breakout potential, and try and get him with trading Kittle. Um, Because I do think there are teams in this league that have some depth that may be willing um, to make some sort of trade like that. (coughs) My team. Kyle's Um, hinting heavily at a uh, a specific team. So, I mean, if he offers me a trade that I I, I think has the right value, I'm definitely not opposed to it. Um, This week, though, I mean, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette is out. So Ronald Jones, I do think, is a legit RB2 at a minimum when when Leonard Fournette is out. Because I think he's actually a pretty good player. But I don't really love Singletary as his RB1 given the fact that Zach Moss splits carries with him. So anytime you have an RB1 that splits carries, a little sketchy. Um, Let's move on to number eight there, Kyle. I think it's one of our very own. It is. Tyler, uh, can you dig it? Yeah, uh, I I think it's <laughs> hell of an intro. <laughs> Can you dig it, Stefan Diggs? Shout out Stefan Diggs. Um, oh, oh really? <laughs> um, my team has been a product of poor managing, and wow, especially that. the chest, dude. Um, in the chest early. Uh, and tough luck. I lost the first week to David by a half a point. <laughs> and then, couldn't be a more uh, clear sign of what was to come for your season <laughs> yes. than a half point loss to start. Paul Paul beat me handily in week two. Then week three, I was projected to win. Jack had Patrick Mahomes left <laughs> and Justin Tucker. And those fucking assholes had like five touchdowns and two field goals, maybe three field goals in the first half. To lose by and, seven and a half. To lose by seven and a half. I, I started Gardner Minshew this week because they were playing the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Their best corner was out he had everyone was saying how it was a huge play tom brady had been playing horrible and tom brady went and throws like two one yard passes for passing touchdowns and and one other fucking bullshit pass. dude we have to i mean anytime you're starting gardner Minshew, like i'm not saying sure Maybe I wouldn't have started Tom Brady either, but Gardner Minshew was your go-to. I get the Dolphins I thing. picked him up and played him instead I of know. Brady. And I'm not saying that you had to play Tom Brady, but why was your thought process Gardner Minshew? Every, everyone on the internet was saying Minshew was going to have a big game um, with uh, that James Wilson fucking Does guy. he have James big... Robinson. Does James he Robinson, have sorry. big games? Like, Minshew, I'm not he, saying he's up not to this good. Point, he wins. He had the first two he or wins. three games, he was like... Leading in touchdown passes or some oh, shit. Oh shit! Okay, my bad. And then <laughs> I did not he had know two, that he had two or three big games. No, and you're then definitely right. He was projected like 18. Brady was projected 15, and Brady had been poor up to that point. And okay, I don't know. okay, you've the proven, one week I didn't. I didn't you've proven your point. I, I yeah. guess I was stuck on last year, but and I got lucky. But it was you got unlucky this week. Yeah, yeah. Kyle. I mean, Tyler's gotten fucked. We can say it. This is yeah, he's been pucked. Um, it happened. I will year. say the the only the big problem I have with your managerial decision and playing Minshew is you took Brady in the seventh round. That's early enough to where you've committed to him as your starter, and you have to play him every week. I was like trying to make a move. Though, I like that I was take, going to. I was like, you got to make this decision to fucking win or something. Right, and uh, I mean, I just thought Tyler, too much. 
again, I think I said this last I week. I picked up I'll... AJ Green this week, boys, against uh, Jacksonville because you Juju Smith-Schuster's out. Coop. No, Coop, Oh, Coop, Coop dropped him? Yeah. I picked up AJ Green, so hopefully he can pick up the pace for Juju because he's out until like later in the year or something. So that sucks, but we'll see. I don't yeah. Know. I, I was just I'm, I'm playing Brady I, I, again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Fuck it. Um, number seven. Number seven, Connor. It was me. It's me? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I moved up. I like I like that. Yeah, you did go up. Okay. Why don't you so got your first up. The the way yeah, thank you. Thank you. It feels good to be in the winner circle. Um the Mike Evans stat line is where we have to start. Two catches for two yards, two touchdowns, uh, thirteen points. That is I, I want to point out, not that that's the luckiest stat line of all time. Let's just be incredibly clear about that. But I did say early in this podcast, maybe the first episode after the draft, I said, I drafted Mike Evans because Tom Brady loves to lob it to tall guys at the goal line. And he's done that the last two weeks three times. And it's worked three times. And so, well, I will say that's completely lucky. I'm also happy that... Tom Brady's playing the way he always has when it is a healthier Gronk or something of that sort. He's Randy Moss, you know, back in 07. It's like, or 09, I forget. It's like, he's taking advantage of the height, and that's what Mike Evans can do. I'm feeling good about the wide receivers. I love the Dak Prescott-Michael Gallup pairing. I know it hasn't worked out every week. It was definitely the key factor in working out this week. I love it because the Cowboys are always fucking losing. Thank you, Tyler. They suck ass. And so they have to throw in the second half. And eventually, Michael Gallup's going to get open. He's a good receiver. He's solid. He's not their best, obviously. But it's going to work out. He really could be. He could be. He's talented enough. I'm very worried about my running backs, obviously. I'm hoping the Philip Lindsay late in the year thing could maybe emerge. Mm. Melvin Gordon may be injured. I don't know. Le'Veon. Who knows? He's Le'Veon coming back. I'm holding him. I'm not too passionate about the Le'Veon, to be honest, because the Jets just suck, and yeah. a running back's worthless on a shitty team, and that's a big draft mistake on my part because I overlooked completely that shitty teams don't run the ball because um, they're always losing all of the Cowboys. And so... I completely wear that one, but I got to hold him. He's an early enough pick, like mm-hmm. Kyle mentioned with quarterbacks. When he comes off the IR, he'll be in my lineup. Yep. Michael Thomas, that's my game breaker. If I can manage to get back to 2-2 two and two beating Randall this week, Michael Thomas back, I think I'm a threat for the playoffs for sure. I, I agree um, because of your receivers. and they, Only because be, of my receivers. Because of your receivers. My running backs suck. When you have Michael Thomas in that lineup and you have Mike Evans as your flex option – that definitely changes the whole dynamic of this team. And you have Dak Prescott at QB, and you know he's going to throw for like three touchdowns every game. Your running backs are pure dog shit, but the fact that you have <laughs> such good receivers, it almost makes up for it in a way. Um, and yeah, Zach Ertz with the Dallas Goddard injury, he big. becomes valuable. That is very big, and I, I was going to touch on that's that. That's big. Sorry, I got excited. I think the Lave Bell... Yeah. Pick was just a little too ambitious. Like, it was a it's mistake. not that I even think he's a, a, a bad running back. He's a great RB two to have, but you took him in the fourth round. I got a little tap chest. If you get him in the seventh round, bam, that's a great value pick. Despite him yeah. getting injured, obviously no one he would predict got that. Before that but, I got, but, I got a tap chest on that one. Yeah, that's I mean, just a mistake. It's, it's it was just a, just a mistake. Scene. It's unfortunate. It's just a little early on that pick. But yeah. I think uh, I agree. I think Con could make a late push to the playoffs. It's going to be I interesting. Think so too. But um, the receivers are too good. Ty, any explosive comments? Okay, let's move right along then to six. Boom, six. Randy. Randy. Randy is at numero six. I'll Randy talk about Randy's at? team first. Randy. Uh, I think Randy's team really is pretty similar to my own. Not similar to me. Okay. You go. Whoa. I like that. As go. Go ass. with it. Me, me, as in me. shitty. <laughs> what? As in not that. You're as just going to say all that and then <laughs> shit what? on Randall? No, I'm just kidding. 
as an average, as an like, as in it depends on who goes off each week. Oh my god, could not disagree. Actually, more. with Allen Robinson, Nick Foles might be in. I could not disagree more. I think Randy's team is like a legit threat for the playoffs. I look at his team and I I see a team that is just huge blow up potential. I I ranted about his team last week. I won't do it again, but I kind of will. The fact, well, first of all, the fact that we let him snag Mike Davis. Um, when he has McCaffrey, that's really unfortunate. Well, you you got to make him, pu- you got to punish the player when they when uh, your top pick goes down and not let him get the backup because he's looking actually like a pretty good pick. Well, he Mike benched Davis. him, so he didn't even play him. He played him last week. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he looked pretty eighteen good. points. Yeah, eighteen. Uh, I was on the say, bench though. Now he is. He he played him last. Oh, he had eighteen back to back. He played him in week three, and now he's benching him in week four. Wait, Mike so. Davis? He's definitely in his starting lineup right now. Yeah, and he played. I think he played him last week. Week four, week, I'm seeing his or week three, he's 18 on the bench. Oh, oh. so he didn't play him last week. Well, I guess that's you know wasn't sure what was going to happen, but he has him and he's yeah. playing the role of McCaffrey. Maybe not as good, but it's you know still effective for sure. Con, I don't. I, I'm I'm playing Randall this week. First of all, that's a start. Um, I don't know about Randall's team. I I'm really not confident at all. I don't like the look of his team. But I think he has kind of sneaky guys that are producing, even if you don't like the name. You know what I mean? Like a Kenyon Drake, right? He's like producing a decent amount. Not like crazy, but he's producing. I just, I wouldn't really love to have him as my like RB1. But I think Randall has enough of those guys that he's going to piece together wins. And of course, being the defending champion, can you count him out of being a potential playoff run? He's got enough to do it. The the McCaffrey injury is glaring. We have to. We're probably gonna yeah. have to mention that every week sure. with McCaffrey in this lineup. It's a completely different team. Kyle, I know we're kind of split on one guy, Allen Robinson. He showed up this week, twenty three. He was kind of not vacant. And what happened this week, Connor, with the quarterback situation? What did I say on the first podcast? That did you say they would switch to? Foles? I said when they brought in Nick Foles, he would be. Yeah. I don't remember that, but better. I also believe yeah, you, and it was true. Yeah, I agree as well. I'm just saying that was. You can go back and listen. I said that on our. First I believe podcast. you completely. I mean, Thirteen targets, ten receptions. So Foles is a much better. And he passer. also always le- he's always top ten in the league in targets, and that is a huge factor. That means he is a beastly person that Trubisky's attracts is the bad. ball. Foles well, is good. and as a little preview, Kyle, I'm not messing with your wide receiver takes this year, and we'll get to why as we approach your that's, team. That's also fair. Um, the one last thing I wanted to mention: you mentioned Kenyon Drake not loving him as his RB one. The dude has had over 18 touches in every single game this week or this year. That yeah. is a big factor. Touches lead to points, and I think totally. that's what we have to look at. And yes, while his best. Sorry, I'm going along here, but while his best game is only 13 points, that is a sign to come for later in the year that they're like he is due. Is why I like Randall. I love Kenny the workload Drake, is is yes. always 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 important. It is the glaring sign. So anyway, we're at five right now. We're at five, and we're going to our three time champion Jack McDonald. I don't know why I have to say lead him in with three time champion. I feel you have a bad to, soap in my like soap in my mouth when I say it, that. You but. have to. It hurts each time, but if you respect the Lug, you have to put yeah. respect where it's due. And he is a three time champion, so we've got to cover it as such. So, what are our takes on Jack's team? Who wants to lead this one off? Ty, you lost to him, so I mean, Patty yeah. Mahomes is an absolute beast. He's gonna get big points from him. So Jack picked him every early. Other weeks. I mean, Jack picked him early. This is something we've seen him do. That was a second pick multiple times. You know, Peyton Manning's the one I always think of back when in his first championship, I believe. Tyler, I mean, when you see his quarterback come through and win a game like that, where's your head at on the strategy? Well, I mean... Are you buying in slowly? Yeah, because he has that big play power. And his one 
it, Patty made up for like four of his players. I mean, that's the that's why he does it. I think he I made mean, up for like four of his players, and then he always has a defense and a kicker who will like do damage to you. So, yeah, I mean, Jack has a good team. I think he'll he'll definitely have damage in the league this this year. I'm gonna come in real hot and say, "Oh, that is incorrect." I mean, look at this. Look at this lineup right now. It is in shambles. He has not a. He doesn't have a running back that is remotely relevant. Like remotely relevant. He has Leonard Fournette, who just got called out. James Conner's not bad. James Conner, who cannot play right now because of COVID. Oh, uh, Mostert, right, who is week. again yeah, injured. Oh, yeah. And then he has. So the only options he has right now at running back are the two LA Rams running backs, who are considered second and third on the depth chart when Acres is healthy. Well, those are fill-ins for this week, but when Conner can play again. Yeah, I, I feel like this is like this last week where and Jack Moster. got the dub because of Mahomes. Yeah, who's injured and injured a lot. Um, Mahomes, this is the, like week three is the instance where like we all look at Jack's strategy and like, oh, see, it can pan out. But for some reason, at the end of the season, we're going to forget the 13 other weeks where it didn't really pan out for him. That's fair. And, and so that's my thing. It's like, yes, Patty Mahomes taking him that early can win you matchups, and it'll probably be one to three on the season. So is it really worth it at the end of the day to do that? I realize he's two and one. I realize he has three championships, and I always end my shit talking on Jack with the fact that he's won three championships and that his strategy always seems to work out. So I guess I can't talk that much shit. No, I, I, I get where you're coming from, though. And last year was a sign of that obviously at a tough year and um you know we'll see if the strategy holds up i i get where you're saying i would like to note though i think he has the best receiver in the league again deandre hopkins i mm. think is the best wide receiver in the league especially com- uh paired with kyler murray who's more than capable as a quarterback we already knew deandre hopkins was one of the best but i think me drafting michael thomas first obviously he's been hurt say, so it's MT. tough right that was yeah. that's I think right now there's no way to argue it. Obviously, Thomas has been injured, but I think I was nervous about the DeAndre Hopkins being on a new team, new offense. I knew they'd be an explosive offense. I just didn't know how good Kyler Murray was. And now it's looking like DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver pick in the league to date, in my opinion. That's the last thing I want to say about Jack. So who's number four there, Kyle? Number four is David. Um, David. What's his team name again? Oh, yeah, Cut My Chub. Um, <laughs> it's a good one. I'll, I'll start with David because I played in this last week. Unfortunately, his team had a pretty good week um, with 123, which is obviously something to be excited about. Um, You're his, so humble his, in victory. His starting running backs are, are fantastic in Chubb and uh, Dalvin. I, I love that combo. Um, his receivers, a little bit more sketchy. Adam Thielen's been a little up and down over the last season and a half, or I guess half season, I should say. And Cooper Cup is always kind of a question mark in terms of who's getting the ball because it's either him or Robert Woods, and it seems to alternate quite a bit, or Higby, I should say. Um, but at the end of the day, I like David's team a lot. I do think he's going to be relevant this whole season, and I think he'll probably obviously be competing for the playoffs. Yeah, no, I like him. And then he has the Deshaun Watson-Joe Burrow combo going. He's played Joe Burrow back-to-back weeks. you got to love it. I want to shout that out because it worked this week after we shit on that strategy yeah, we did. We so hard yeah, last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah. We have so, to man up David, to we got to give you props. It worked yeah. out. You stuck with your guns, and you showed us why we don't get paid to do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, but a couple we question should. marks in should. Todd Gurley and Adam Thielen in Cup week to week. So he, he can either put up huge weeks or low weeks, but... Um, no, I like his team. I think he'll he'll do some damage this week or weeks on end. I would echo comments. I think even Kareem Hunt has been a, sh- a diamond yeah. in the rough, and ha- pairing him and Chubb together um, just gives you injury assurance. And I think the last thing 
that worries me about David's team is just the fact it's worked out so far, but Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen together along with the emergence of Justin Jefferson in week three in that offense, they're not a great offense. And so I know Dalvin Cook's the most talented player on their team. I'm worried just that pairing's not going to be the powerful one-two yeah. punch yeah. that you need to win a title. Whether it's playoffs, whether it's just missing the playoffs, uh-huh. I, I, it's too close to call in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking championship contention, I worry about that offense being your pair you're relying on. Um, obviously worked out so far, two and one. So, Kyle, I think we're three now. Yep, we are on to number three. And we have... Uh, Paul is not going to like this that he's not number two because he is three and zero. But I w- we will get to Cooper's team next. But um, Paul is number three right now. Um, who wants to start with him? He's three and zero. I That's big I will Paul. start. I will start. I think Paul should be number two a little bit. That's where my heart is feeling. Just because three and zero is three and zero at this yep, point. That's fair. I, I'm not upset that Cooper's the one right in front of him. I think that actually is something that Paul will like. I, d- I think he likes to downplay his team like we all do a little bit. <laughs> so do you. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. We all do. We're sandbaggers. <laughs> you do it to everyone does it in our league. Anyway, I I think Paul's sticking with his guns with Josh Allen. Uh, that pick's obviously paid off tenfold. I'm worried about it going forward, and I will not stop worrying about Josh Allen until he completes a season the way he started this one. Obviously, it's worked out so far. The one thing that I'm hyper-worried about is it seems like two out of three weeks, Paul's relied on like two guys scoring about 30 points, and I don't know if that can keep happening. Where I'd like to give Paul credit, I was so nervous about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being his first pick. Great pick so far. He's looked like the clear RB1 in Kansas City, and if you have any part of their offense, especially any first option, boom, Tyler Lockett been performing. I was say Lockett. Go for it. I mean, no. I mean, I mean Russ and, most underrated Russ receiver and Lockett are MVP. He's the most underrated receiver in football and has been for the last two seasons, if, as far, especially as far as fantasy production goes. If you look at him last year, if you look at his line, the dude is fucking ridiculous, but for some reason people find excuses to not pick him every year, and it's kind of weird. I always hope to get him late for some reason. I think it's because he looks so weird in shoulder pads. Well, he's tiny. He's, he's not so very big, tiny, yeah. and he looks like a little bobblehead, but he's so good. I mean, and, and Tyreek Hill's tiny, and he goes off too. So. Yeah, but Tyreek Hill very looks players, way yeah. different. Like Tyler Lockett looks funny in his Seahawks uniform. And he runs every kind of route, too. He d- he can do it all. He can do you know short routes, across the middle, deep balls. It's pretty ridiculous, but sorry, Ty. Go. You were talking, I mean, and I interrupted. I think, so. we, I think we nailed it with Paul's team. Um I think going forward, obviously, again, three and zero, and he's the the thing is, I might hate whatever the thirty points, whatever he scored, a steady amount of yeah. large points each week. So this isn't a team anyone should doubt in terms of playoffs, in terms of anything. I'm just saying, yep. again, if we're being picky about championship style stuff, it's tough if you need Josh Allen to score thirty against maybe a, a team like know. Kyle's or someone's <laughs> like that, like who again we're going to get to where they're going to produce up and down the whole starting. It is a fair concern. Seven. He played the Jets and Miami in the first two games, so it is a fair concern. I, I'm on said, the Josh Allen train. Good. I'm Me on too. the train, but I, I, I understand I, your point. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Um, I just need to see it last the whole season before I can give it credit, which is unfair right. to Paul, really, because he's gambling that this is the season it happens. And so far, looks like he's right. Okay, yep, number totally two. Agree. Number two, we have Coop, and I mentioned the. Um, controversy that this could have, being that Paul could be number two. I'll let you know. I know we said at the beginning I established these rankings. I'll let you know why I put Coop 
at number one, and I think it's just purely. You put him at one? No, sorry, sorry, number two. Sorry, okay, number two, God, I was going to be pissed. Him. Number two, the star power. It's the star power, and I think that is a factor that you have to consider when putting these rankings because star power equates to long-term consistency in a fantasy football league. And we are three weeks in, and it is important to not get overhyped in those three weeks and think long-term. And you look at Cooper's team, and he just has big-name players that are too important to their teams to not be good. It, it does remind me of my team a little bit last year. Connor, you made that point about my team where I had a lot of important players, and it, and it led me far. I didn't win the championship, but I do think Cooper's team has enough big names to where he's consistently going to obviously have a chance to win every single week. And I think that is super valuable when you have that chance every week because not everyone has that. We do have to note that he put up 73 points this last week. But, oh, wait, if we're going to know with that, but, Devonta yes. Adams and Julio Jones, Royale. the yep. number clear number ones in those offenses, both sat. And tight. And totally. his uh, Devonta Adams replacement, uh, Alan Lazard, went for 33 and a half. Yeah. Yes, and he is the third highest score in the league with a seventy-three. No, third highest score in the league. That sure. is a huge factor. No, you you're. I'm just, I mean, yeah. it is good to know. Sorry, yeah. we just jumped your throat there. <laughs> Me and Kyle just two on one mugged you there right when you spoke up. But Sorry. it's important. No, no, it's important. It is a good point. Yeah, I'm just it is it. a good point. Um, <laughs> I mean, you still got a beast team. Um, no one's as, too worried about Coop's no, loss this week, right? The, the star power is the the thing that Kyle nailed. I mean. And, all, all of them are number ones. So, and I think uh, personally, even if Indi- Indianapolis isn't great, I think Jonathan Taylor is a He looks so good. He looks like to me again, probably too far. Young AP a little bit. Um, and then Darren Waller is a tight end that I He's can't believe beast. he had a terrible week this week. Can't believe we let Cooper just get away with drafting him under the radar. Um, one other thing I'd like to note about Cooper, I'm not going to disclose too much, but is Gage? Me and him have talked about trades, you know, here and there. The dude's not only developing as an owner in his roster, but in his trade talks, he is trying to screw the fuck out of anyone <laughs> willing to. T- his trades are just terrible uh, this year, and that shows development because he's trying to rob people, and that's what a good oh, owner man. does. Well done, Cooper. Your trade is a piece of shit, and I denied it. So quickly, but I appreciate <laughs> where your head's at. As um, we transition in the rankings, Coop, I will continue to do, make deals with you as we've made two good ones in the last two seasons, and I will continue it. Um, keep I'll it make up. deals with you. I just not shit deals. Um, all right. There was a clear number one this week, Kyle, and you get the pleasure of announcing it. Yep. It's myself. Yeah. I, it doesn't feel good on the podcast saying that. I'm not going to lie. You feel cocky. Because huh? it, it feels cocky and it feels like there's going to be like some sort of karma that comes against me. Oh, but we hope. In, the, in well, reality. Well, when your defense puts up almost 30 points, you're going to score a huge point. Yes. It and wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't though. have mattered. No, I know. It I wouldn't know. have mattered. And I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out for me, Connor. Thank you. Um, it wouldn't have mattered. Your team is so far and away the best to me right now that it's not, it's not very close to me right now. I think Kyle's the Randall of last year where not that we can predict a championship because fantasy is too unpredictable in that way, but like Randall last year, I don't think you're going to stumble much through the regular season. Then I think it's going to be a clear path to the playoffs as long as your team doesn't completely implode. And there's too many good options. Too many good options. Yeah, I I, I think you went a little far because I do think on paper... Because you don't want the karma. No, I, <laughs> no, but I do truly believe this. I do think on paper, Cooper's team is 
just as good, if not slightly better, because of the star power. Um, my team has obviously produced a little bit better than his in the first couple of weeks. He had injuries to deal with. I've had the only to deal with Chris Goblin's injury um, for the most part, which obviously sucks. But I am obviously very excited about my team, and I hope they keep it up. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna not say. Too yeah, much about yeah, it. <laughs> that's a good tiptoe. That's a good. That was a good enough response. Uh, definitely tiptoeing around also, how excited you have to be. Too. But you're, you're yeah, I will. I will fully admit that my team's success has a lot to do with the fact that well, Chris Goblin's hurt. That's my technically that's second it, pick. Though. Technically yeah. second pick. So I'm just saying in the group chat it was mentioned that my team is healthy. I am missing my second pick and haven't had him for one week and a half because he Ooh. didn't play the second Chris Goblin. He left in the early third oh, quarter of last wait, week. Wait, I did want to say the reason I don't want to fuck with Kyle's wide receiver takes is he called Calvin Ridley being the best pick of the draft and he has been the best value pick of the draft I mean Calvin Ridley has been dynamite yep and I'm glad 29 out 25 13 and I left out a couple halves in there so yeah my Chris Godwin take hasn't panned out due to injury but I had him as like a top five receiver too and obviously that hasn't happened not terrible though no not bad okay so anyone else tie anything I I think we've done it okay let's move right I think we just did the Lug. I, we did do the Luke there. Let's go ahead and run through our yep. week four predictions real quick, and then we will bounce right on out of here. Okay. First matchup. You know I always start with myself. It's me versus Randall. Randall starts off the week with 11.5, getting six from the Broncos D and 5.5 and from Noah Fant. I will say, just since it is my own matchup, those are numbers I'm comfortable with from both of them. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, So... Him only getting 11.5 from two of his players. A defense, I mean, a six by a defense is pretty standard. A a 5.5 is something I'm hoping, especially with Goddard out, Zach Ertz can beat by. I'm hoping Zach Ertz is double digits. Yeah, I mean, let's just pick, like, I got you. Thank you. I actually have Connor as well this week. I have Uh, myself as well, so that's an easy, clean sweep. Um, Tyler, who do you match up with this week? I know you're looking to get off the uh, old defeated. I got Cooper, and it's not looking good. (laughs) <laughs> it's not looking good so far? No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm i going to take myself, but it, I, I... You sound I, like you don't want to take yourself, no, but you're I, taking yourself. I mean, it's, it just doesn't look good. I just need... I need TDs. I need TDs from all my guys. Man, when Hopefully Cooper... Aaron Jones against Atlanta, like, they usually put up big points. Uh, you probably will get a lot of points out of him, because our defense sucks. And then... <laughs> I don't know. Mark Andrews against the Washington football team. Hopefully Brady keeps it rolling. AJ Green against Jacksonville. I just need touchdowns. I need a lot of touchdowns from my guys. When Cooper has his full lineup in with Adams and Jones, like in Julio, he yeah. looks so much better. Like that team is definitely stacked. Ty, you need <laughs> touchdowns. I'm gonna take Coop. <laughs> I'm gonna take Coop. Sorry, Ty. It's just that team is just so stacked. I know. It's hard not to pick him. Alrighty. Kyle, you match up with John. I would say this is probably our biggest blowout alert. I'm taking you, if that's not clear. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Kyle. I mean, it's it, you that's got. Not even close right we now. also yeah. haven't talked about and j- typical. Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the league, not named Mahomes against this season. Miami. Yeah. I mean, that could be a downside for me because they might only they might put up you know 25 points in the first half, and Miami probably won't score, and then they'll run the ball the whole second but half. I'm least, actually a little worried about that. No, but that's <laughs> consistent points. You you you're getting points from that no matter what. Yeah, you get at least a that's, piece of that 25. Yeah, that's true. So I'm we're all taking myself. Kyle. I'm yeah. assuming. John would need a big week, but yeah. John needs a. I I no would say he, he would need a touchdown week like. I, I think John needs a miracle. I'm gonna say it. John needs a miracle to beat Kyle this week. 
Aaron uh, Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers maybe a 55-pointer or something. Seeing crazier um, happen. Derek versus David. This is going to be a good one. Derek obviously looking for his first win. David looking to take a step ooh, towards being ooh, a ooh. big-time owner the in the loop. Yeah, and they're projected a point, point one. one. <laughs> David up by point .1 in the projections. Burrow. He's no starting Joey, Joey football again. Wow. Wow. You know, Jack's going to text the defense group defense comment, struggled. Joey Harrington was Joey football. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Jack. Anyway. Did he even start in the NFL ever? Yeah, he did. They never won a game. I have to go against Derek right now because like we're, the on, we're the two 0-3 oh, guys, and I, I don't really want to run a beer mile. <laughs> I would love to see Derek run a beer mile. Derek would pass out on my on lap three for sure. <laughs> I so wouldn't I'm, I'm going David. Do it. And David beat me by. <laughs> I I will train start training right now, dude. If I yeah, I'm Tyler could be that. good at it though because you can pound drinks. So that might know. even know. be Dro- a relevant factor. I see Derek like not need a couple not shotgun or not just drinking the beer, but like detonating it and consuming it halfway <laughs> during his mile. Just throwing it on the ground and going. <laughs> As, <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you mean that's a count? What? What? what do you mean? <laughs> I, I just don't understand, guys. <laughs> I drank it. Shout out rocks. You know what? Because of that, I'm taking rocks this week. Oh, I'm taking fucking it. rocks. I love it so much. Um, I'm gonna go D D Rock as well. I like Derek. I'm gonna go with him. All right. <laughs> Come on, David. <laughs> uh, what's the last matchup we See got? See that there? these Randall? matchups are fucked. Paul, whatever. Paul's and um. Oh yeah, Jack, Paul, Paul and Jack. Jack sorry. Yeah. Jack hasn't filled his running back or flex spot, so that's going to be interesting to see what he does there, obviously relying on the waiver wire a little bit. Paul, though, projected to be strong again this week. Also grabbed Gronk. Melvin Gordon, who had 24. Oh, wow, Philip Lindsay's out. Actually, kind of an interesting call. To be fair, to not the blame in the flex. To, but, be, yeah. to be fair, the week before Paul he played him in RB2, in there, and he only produced five points without Lindsay. Yeah. So mm, that's fair. He might that's have fair. had a little bit of a scare from the week prior. Yeah. You got to give him that but credit. You got to just hate seeing that. Yeah, oh, yeah, it stings. It stings. Uh, do we like the Gronk pickup? No, <laughs> I think it's. I love it. No, I hate it. I think it's funny because of the Derek Paul rivalry. That's yeah. the only reason I think it's funny. Is that yeah. of course do, Paul's do we, the one do to we pick wanna, him up. Do we want to address the rivalry real quick? I mean, <laughs> I mean, nah, things got heated. If you need to see it, go in the group text. <laughs> I mean, shit was said. Shit things. was let's, said. Let's We're all it, looking forward to civil. The... Let's keep it civil. <laughs> you know, it's all in fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're all excited to see the head-to-head matchup. Yeah, yeah. Let's say that. Are they matched up this week? Not this week. I'm just saying through. Out the season, yeah. uh, I think that wraps up our uh, matchups for the week. Yeah, it does. All right, it does. Until next week, good luck to the whole Lug out there for Commission. Yeah, need a W. Agent Double Eleven searching <laughs> for a W. The big ticket looking to stay on top. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. You play to win the game. Hello. You play to win the game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.